Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hi, and welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And man, we have a jam-packed show today. Armin and I will be talking about the history of Vince Garanda and mm -hmm. things to know about the steak and eggs diet. So I'm yeah. pumped and I'm ready for this. Armin, how's it going today, man? That's going good, Frank. Got my uh, quad and calf workout in today. It was, uh, it was a rough one, but once it's done, that's the best part. So then I just Worry on work on fueling up the, the muscles after getting done. So now it's a lot more fun. <laughs> well, we're in the NSP gym together. Uh, this is episode five. So we're very fired up about this. And, you know, I'm really excited to talk about Vince today because <clears throat> I've seen his pictures. They're all over the NSP, all over the internet. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, he's a, a popular, well known guy, but a lot of people don't know a lot about Vince unless you've done the homework. So that's why uh, I'm excited about this. But Armin, that being said, what made you decide to talk about Vince today? Well, you know, since Vince was the actual creator of NSP Nutrition, which stands for Natural Source Products, you know, I thought it'd probably be a good idea it's to give the listeners a little bit of background on, you know, how things got started from, you know, the guy that actually started, uh, which, you know, makes a big difference when you're trying to understand well how does all this come about so i just thought it'd be a good idea to jump on that well an awesome idea so let's kick this off why don't you tell us a little bit about vince garanda all right now when we're talking about this this is going to be an all-inclusive kind of background because vince has a huge uh long long-term uh a list of accomplishments so we're going to hit mm -hmm. the highlights of you know, I think the things I think would, would be important for people just to be aware of. But, okay. um, you know, because you have a really long history. Uh, Vincent Anselmo Geronda, he was basically born in Brooklyn, uh, August, November uh, 9th, 1917. So again, November 9th, 1917. Mm -hmm. And then passed away October 18th, 1997. Uh, and basically, he's an American professional bodybuilder, personal trainer and author co-founder of the supplement company that we talked about in SP Nutrition. And also uh, he created the, the most controversial and the most innovative gym that trained Hollywood's stars. And he did that for quite a number of years and he has quite an accolade of that accomplishment as well. And he was born in Bronx uh, or the Bronx, New York as well. Mm -hmm. So, so one, one other thing I will say yeah. is uh, some people are kind of curious about, you know, what he passed away from and, I talked to David Geronda, who um, is a relative of Vince and mm -hmm. he's one of the cousins. And he said he uh, ended up getting a blood clot and that's what took him out. Uh, that's, oh, so okay. That's what happened. Okay. That's what he said. So, okay. Okay. Well, wow. That that's, that's unfortunately uh, the way a lot of people go, but uh, he had a great life and uh, impacted a lot of people with the things that he did. With his last name, is that Italian? Uh, Garanda, maybe? I, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it's Italian heritage. Yeah. 
So just a little curious now, what do you think got him going in the world of fitness, Armin? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty interesting story, uh, which is actually kind of cool, I think. Um, when Vince was seven, uh, his dad decided that they need to move to California because he had gotten a job as a uh, stuntman on the Ben-Hur movie. Ah, so, okay. you know, that's pretty unique. And um, so they, they moved and then Vince was there. And then, you know, as he was growing up, you know, his dad's doing the stunt work. Mm-hmm. He thrived and got into all kinds of sports, uh, did really well with sports, uh, even did well, really well on the pole vault, uh, learned how to ride horses and all kinds of unique things. Um, but then uh, as time went by, he you know, had to figure out what he wanted to do with his life because mm-hmm. he, he was ready to get out of high school. He thought, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what my dad's doing. I'm going to go be a stuntman because he was very athletic. So, and, you know, being a stuntman, that's pretty kind of a prerequisite so right <laughs> he went to, he went to audition for different stunt jobs and apparently they felt like listen man you're too skinny you're too you're you're not big enough to do these kind of uh, things mm-hmm. so <laughs> he got the uh, you know the first building of character so to speak with the solid no this isn't for you kid so at that point you know vince you know he he was just like, well, what else can I do? But he also recognized that, okay, let me learn how to put on some more muscle. Maybe I can still get a job or, you know, go that direction. Mm-hmm. But he didn't give up. So then he went to the YMCA that was local to there and started learning about uh, weightlifting and uh, strength training. And again, the goal was just to add more muscle. Uh, and then he did really well with what he was learning uh, to the point where, as he got more developed, he got a job with the Easton brothers as, as a trainer, which you know, was a very popular gym. They were at the time pretty well known. And so he kind of, you know, got his background built from there, learning from those people there and just continued to learn as much as he could. Well, wow, that must've been pretty cool. You know, your dad's a stunt man out in California growing up like that. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine, but, I don't know. It sounds cool to me, but uh, so what happened to Vince next after that? Well, he was thriving as a trainer and still, I'm still learning a lot of things. Um, but he, uh, he wanted to kind of do his own thing. So mm-hmm. he felt pretty confident about his abilities. And I think what happened was his dad being a stunt man, uh, they actually needed to get people in shape pretty quickly. And since Vince was doing well as a trainer, his dad thought it might be a good idea to, you know, come back out to California and, you know, train some of these people. So again, I don't have total documentation how this all happened, but that's mm-hmm. kind of what I've read with different things I've been, I've been reviewing. And so at that point, Vince decided, okay. So he had somewhat a referral base would be my guest through his dad. So he okay. decided to go ahead and open up the gym in uh, you know, 1948, open up his own gym studio city california which is right next to where the movie stars did most of the, the acting work uh-huh. so then you know he, he would start training people but his niche at the time was being able to train the movie stars uh, mm-hmm. which you know that's got to be a pretty good market so uh, it was good thinking on vince because Vince was a pretty smart guy and, uh, and i think he got it to work they had a lot of pressure on him to make things happen which we can talk about some of the strategies, but um, 
that was what happened. So he had to get these people in shape really quick for the producers. Mm -hmm. Well, he had to have been very successful um, to be able to train these folks because he had to have been well known out in California. You know, I mean, it just doesn't happen like that. But um, I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, did you have any more information on, on kind of how he actually was known? Did he compete? Did he win any titles? Yeah, that was the one thing about Vince that, uh, you know, unfortunately, he didn't win any titles. He was always in the hunt, but he mm -hmm. never won any titles. And, you know, the thing is, the guy who was competing in his 40s and 50s, even oh. at that time, when he's competing against younger people. But with the way Vince got in condition, which, you know, kind of set the standard, in my opinion, mm -hmm. as well, is he got as, as lean as he could uh, and very muscular looking and try to develop good shape but at the time you know the, the the judges weren't really looking for that they were actually like wow this is so different they didn't even know where to put him in a category mm -hmm. because he was a totally different uh, physique compared to what they were seeing so right and at this point you know he's all natural and some of these guys maybe they were taking some stuff maybe they weren't you know still early on right. but he's doing all this naturally um but he was not he was not getting a nod so he got second several times and he got a lot of third places, but never could quite pull off the big win. Interesting, you know, that he never won any titles, but yeah, to compete in your 40s against younger guys must have been, uh, well, a daunting task even for him. Uh, the other thing I found it interesting, you know, during this time, he, he had to have been really becoming well known as a trainer and learning to get uh, well, not actually learning, but being able to get these people in shape. Um, was he at, yeah. at, at that time becoming very well known? I mean. Well, what he got really the most recognition for initially, yeah. um, in my opinion, and based on what I've read is um, he got the Hollywood stars in shape very rapidly. And so he actually created a unique uh, training program, which NSP actually promotes. It's called the 21 day challenge now, but it's how he trained the movie stars and how he had to get them in shape. Okay. And, you know, within several weeks, they had to be conditioned enough to be ready for their roles. And he had to make it so that they could actually do the work. Um, and so that's where his, his initial claim to fame came. And then he also had to get really creative on getting them quicker results. And so then he knew that nutrition was going to be critical. And then also as time went by, he found that supplements would help speed up the process. So, and that's why he's so well-known and uh, because, well, that's part of the, why he got well-known because he got the results very rapidly for people. And, you know, if you're somebody that's looking to get some results quickly, well, yeah, right. you've got their interest. And so after he starts training people like Clint Eastwood, Carl Weathers, Eric Estrada, oh, wow. you know, uh, Denzel Washington, James Garner, Steve McQueen, I mean, he has a long list of people. Wow. I mean, there's other females yeah. too. Marilyn Monroe, he did some stuff with her. You know, he has a long list. So that was his initial, you know, claim to fame to start with. But then over time, uh, he started training as he was training other clients. Then the bodybuilding thing started to come through because he knew how to get people in shape pretty good. And then that's when uh, he started training other people for bodybuilding shows. And then okay. that, then he, that opportunity came up with Larry Scott and Larry wanted to 
you know, be successful in the Miss America and the different AAU shows and things like that. So Ben started working with him and he ended up really setting the trend by winning the first two Mr. Olympias, which Ben's prepared him for. And he looked phenomenal. Hmm. I mean, he had, okay. it was hands down the best physique. Uh, so he won the first two and then retired from there. And, but then this is all going on. This is in the sixties and uh, early seventies. So, but then Joe Weider had brought Arnold to the States and Arnold wasn't as cut as needed to be or needed more conditioning according to Joe mm -hmm. Weider as well. So he hooked him up with Vince. And so then that, that collaboration kind of happened. It wasn't a long stint. Mm -hmm. I think Arnold trained with Vince for about nine months but then showed him the different things he would do. There's a little bit of uh, edginess there, I guess, because Arnold historically, there's a lot of, you, you can see it on social media and other things where Vince called Arnold a, uh, you know, a fat, you know, what uh, to his <laughs> face because, right. you know, Arnold was saying, Hey, I'm Mr. Universe and I'm all that in a bag of chips, so to speak. And then Vince, uh -huh. is, like, Vince is like, I'm not impressed. <laughs> Vince <laughs> did have a very uh, unique aura about him and, and I never met Vince, but this is the different things I've heard from a lot of different people. He he could also rub you wrong pretty quickly. So, but if he liked you, it ended up being a pretty good, um, you know, pretty good relationship. So yeah, he trained a lot of different cool, people. Man. Yeah, I mean, he trained Lou Ferrigno for a while, and then Frank Zane trained in his gym for a while. Now, again, there's always commentary about what he actually did for these people. So that's another mm -hmm. thing that you know I'm not getting involved with that. It's just that's what right. you read about. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a lot of really incredible things uh, that he was involved <laughs> in. Uh, so what else was Vince known for? Well, you know, because of everything going on, he was actually involved with the, the, the beginnings of the fitness boom. Uh, because that's when mm. was, you know, equipment was starting to, you know, Vince built his own equipment. So to get the muscles to work the way he wanted them to work, he had to figure out what kind of how you could do that and use equipment to do it so he built his own but at the point when things got started he was basically training uh 25 bodybuilders and then 75 percent actors so that was his total clientele that he worked with but people wanted to look like these people right so then more and more people were interested in how to train how to exercise how to get the look like that that they wanted so he was really a, a kickstarter to to the you know actual boom of fitness wow <laughs> crazy just a move to california how all this snowballed for him now i know there's yeah. a couple other things that we've seen on uh the nsp nutrition site that he's known for so why don't you go into some of these other things that he's known for well when it comes to being successful getting people in shape uh vince did a lot of studying he studied all the muscles he, he could tell you anything about a muscle uh, he also studied you know, nutrition because in Vince's eyeballs or in his mind, mm -hmm. uh, nutrition was 85% uh, name of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and on top of that, he realized that supplements, because of what you, can, what you absorb nutritionally, certain supplements could help improve the absorption and also give better performance. And so he started studying all types of supplements. And so he was putting together, putting together different combinations for his clients to help get them where they need to be. Mm -hmm. um so you know over time he just figured out the most effective way to to burn fat to get lean and he accomplished that by showing how lean he would get for a show and you know he was cutting edge on that and it's just funny how over time people pushed away from that with different other strategies mm -hmm. because 
it, it worked then and it still works today, ironically, because he had it figured out. So, mm -hmm. and he did this through, he did a lot of research, different doctors and different people that, that he felt were a good influence. And he learned what he needed to do. And then he experimented, figured it out, and then he implemented it with other people. So it did work. As a matter of fact, that's when he ended up coming up with the steak and egg diet, um, which was designed to be, you know, it's really designed to be for short periods of time. Uh, mm -hmm. to get lean so typically a six to 12 week period and it just it works really well uh, but like anything else uh, you know that's a pretty basic diet to follow for a long period of time so <laughs> right right well if it's if you do it right it's effective right so if it still works it must be something that uh you know is going to stick around for a long time and it has so we both know that he was very committed to fitness, Armin. And uh, oh, yeah. I, I know there's some other things that you probably want to talk about as well that he did come up with. Yeah, like the other things that Vince was pretty creative on, and he realized how protein was very critical, very important, along with fats. Mm -hmm. But he, uh, under, he finally figured out that amino acids, which are broken down from protein, if you can get those in a simple form, you can also use those as part of your supplementation so that you don't necessarily have to eat so much food. And he wasn't a big fan of eating a lot of food, uh, from what I could tell. Mm -hmm. uh, so, But what he wanted was to make sure you got the maximum amount of nutrients you could absorb uh, during that time. So he figured out, to, uh, he figured out that amino acids are really critical to maintaining muscle and to keep muscle growing. Uh, mm -hmm. So you figured out, you know, if you have protein every so many hours, typically three to four hours, it doesn't have to be a meal, but it doesn't need to be protein that you would keep the body in a positive nitrogen balance. So it's always using, doing protein synthesis the way it needs to, to recover and help rebuild muscle tissue. So mm -hmm. he was, he was you know, way ahead of his time on that. Um, then he also understood that if you want to maximize your protein absorption, that you need to know how the digestive system works. So that's when he started learning about hydrochloric acid and then digestive enzymes, because they'll actually speed up the digestion process and help you absorb those nutrients, nutrients much more efficiently. So then he went out and created his own digestive enzyme and, and which included hydrochloric acid. So that mm -hmm. when you're eating a lot of food, you make sure you're digesting it properly so you don't have other issues because digestion is also critical to absorb the nutrients. And so he, he was cutting edge on that. Well, the thing that's interesting too, is I know that you and have I uh, have had many conversations um, and you just actually mentioned too, that he learned a lot about glandulars as well, right? Yeah. So glandulars have been around a long time. The Vince just realized, you know, glands like other glands. So no matter if the glands come from a bee or whatever source, mm -hmm. they have the same uh, format. So what he would research, and because people historically ate organ meats because they, they're, they're typically going to affect the glands. Mm -hmm. So one organ meat that's, that he also discovered that was very effective is beef, beef liver. Mm -hmm. So if you eat beef liver, it, your body actually recognizes that and it helps, it helps your liver, uh, but also it has other benefits to it. So he came out with beef liver uh, tablets initially to get them, get them made. 
so that it, he, as he learned about them and started using them, he found that he had more energy. He also found that his um, recovery was better and it was protein. So it's an easy way to supplement and get good workouts, but not have to eat so much food, but also get the amino acids and get the, uh, the properties you need from your, from the, the, the help of the recovery in your training. So on top of that, he learned about, you know, the other uh, different glands like orchic, which is the testicular gland, and testicles, uh, pituitary, adrenals, and, and products like that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's how he came up with the, the, the sterol program, which is sterol 11, which is now the hormone optimizer. Uh, just, we just changed the name of it for different reasons. But um, ironically, he also understood about estrogen. So then he recommended the, the brassic, brassic casserole, okay. which is a, they're just, they're basically cruciferous plants like broccoli, cauliflower, et cetera. They're, uh, they help manage estrogen. So he had that included in, in his glandular product so that mm-hmm. you would get you know, the benefits uh, all together and be, be more balanced with your hormone levels. The thing is, is your hormones are secreted by soft tissue glands. Okay, these glands are stimulated through different processes with nutrition and, and, you know, your growth hormone release and things like that. But if you take the, his viewpoint was if you take the glandulars, that'll help those glands recover and work better was the viewpoint based on some historical analysis he, he had learned about. So that's how that all came about. Um, but on top of that, he also, you know, was involved with a ton of other types of supplements that he, as he learned about, would help, like. Uh, he was big on kelp tablets. Kelp tablets help the, the thyroid gland work at a high level because it has high amounts of iodine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Japanese, you know, they, they eat a lot of you know, seaweed and, and seafood uh, stuff that has a lot of iodine in it. So mm-hmm. the, the iodine they take in is much higher than we take here. And they have, they have virtually no thyroid problems at all in, in Japan. He learned all these kind of things. And he learned about, you know, taking other you know supplements like lysine and niacin and iron tablets uh and you know he had just a whole long i mean it was pathetic how many things he would have in his <laughs> supplement regimen but he had reasons for everything he put together now at this time when when he started learning about all this stuff and you actually mentioned he started taking the beef liver and trying it out um mm-hmm. was this around the time after he saw the results that he started to implement it to the individuals that he trained, did he have them taking beef liver as well? Yeah, at the time when he learned about all this, uh, he had to just find the resources uh, to you know send his clients to go buy it, or he would buy it and resell it to them. But he had to figure out where to get this stuff. So that's how things you know evolved over time. He and he he knew they worked, mm-hmm. but he he had to get you know make different arrangements with suppliers, I guess, to help people get the supplements that he needed them for or they could just go buy them on their own, but he right. wanted them to be part of the regimen. So, well, one thing that I've gathered in regards to Vince, he really must have understood muscles and, and how to work them properly. Well, yeah, that was one of the strong points. Um, and he kept it really fundamentally simple. Most of this stuff's pretty simple, uh, but the reason is for that because it was very effective. He didn't need to elaborate with some of the movements that he, he incorporated for guys uh, and girls that, you know, because he knew how they would work and how they'd affect it. So he created a lot of different training programs because of that. And then also because he was so dialed in with how muscles work, he actually created a lot of different ways to train them. So he came out with the preacher curl 
you know, he's involved with that. You know, maybe he wasn't the very first guy. I don't know, but he's well known for the preacher curl and how it develops a bicep. He had a special design to the preacher curl that he liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was also heavily involved with developing the sissy squad. He had a guy he worked with. I can't remember his name, but he's well known as well. But, uh, this guy was doing sissy squats and Vince was really impressed with his leg development and learned the different techniques that this guy was trying to utilize. And he just kind of modified them as he used them. But the sissy squats, one of the things that was, he was very well known for. And then dips, uh, you know, he designed his own dip rack and he had different mm-hmm. strategies where he had all sites, all kinds of measurements. He, the, the dip is like needs to be 32 inches wide, you know, across, and then you got to have an angle to it. And then you position yourself different ways to, get maximum force on the, the pec muscles. And then they mm-hmm. also had one for the triceps. So, uh, you know, he was, he was, he was cutting the edge and all that. He had to kind of build his own equipment though, to get the things he wanted done. He learned how to use cables. He built his own cable stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it was amazing. Uh, but then over time, you know, the other equipment manufacturers started figuring out what they could do. Mm-hmm. You know, then Nautilus come around, Arthur Jones came around he was doing his thing. Uh, so that that became a whole nother debate uh, about what works and didn't work. So, uh, you know, Arthur felt like he had it more figured out than, than Vince. I mean, there's there's these kind of things all came around over time as well because mm-hmm. it's competition. But uh, anyways, uh, it sounds like for his time frame, for his era, first of all, the guy was relentless on fitness. I mean, on his training, on his research. uh on the new techniques, everything that you've talked about, uh, he probably was really the most knowledgeable trainer of his time, right? Well, during that period, I wouldn't want to get into it with him. Let's put it that way. I mean, uh, he had a demeanor, I guess, that, you know, if he didn't really agree with him, he's like, he didn't really care, but he wasn't going to give you any more of his time. Uh, you know, people would like, like some, some people would ask him because he, he had the, the eggs, the 36 eggs a day diet, which is kind of misunderstood. They, they act like you have to eat 36 eggs every single day, which that's really not the case. That's your maximum that you would want to take as part right. of his hormone precursor diet. But people are like, well, what about cholesterol? And it would be like, he, like one guy called him. This is, this is one of the stories I learned about is mm-hmm. um, the guy called him, got him on the phone uh, and Vince was telling him, well, you need to eat eggs. And he goes, and he started telling him how many eggs he needed to eat to get the results he was looking for. And then the guy says, well, what about cholesterol? And then Vince just hung up on him. So <laughs> he didn't put any time with you. So, and if you, right. and at the time he was absolutely correct, but over time, you know, people started throwing, you know, because it is cholesterol, people are like, Oh yeah, that's a form of cholesterol. You don't want to be eating that. Uh, again, there's a big difference between what you're, what you're doing and you're, and if you're training, if you're just right. sitting around eating, doing nothing well there may be a different opinion there okay maybe you don't need as much food because you're not really doing a whole lot but if you're mm-hmm. training and vince mentioned this and all those things because you know the steak and egg diet is a high, it's a high cholesterol diet and it's been getting thrown on the bus if you're training especially at a high level you're not going to have a lot left over because <laughs> you, right, you need right. the fats for your hormones and you need the protein for your muscles so it's a win-win you just use the carbohydrates as needed to reload the muscles and liver or specific types of training. But again, Vince had all kinds of diets. It wasn't just a one size fits all. <laughs> Interesting. Well, let's get to the NSP nutrition side things here. Um, actually, when did NSP nutrition come about? I mean, how did he start it? And 
most importantly, I know you mentioned earlier in the show, but what does NSP stand for? Yeah, well, NSP stands for natural source products because Vince wanted all natural stuff because that's what he believed in. He thinks, mm-hmm. you know, he felt like, okay, you can do everything naturally and you get great results. And so why mess with anything else? I mean, it was awesome. Uh, and he was spot on with what he said. But, you know, everybody's looking for an edge. It's just like right. the Olympic athletes and things like that. They, you know, well, this will give me an edge. That'll give me an edge. So that happens. So it is what it is. But Vince was just, you know, he's like, listen, I just want to do it naturally. I don't have to worry about anything going wrong which is a good thing. Uh, but back in 1972, him and Ray, Ray Reardon and uh, uh, Ron Kosloff decided to work together to create their own supplement company. That way they, they wouldn't have to deal with all the other companies on getting the products, Right. Uh, which was right. a great idea. And, you know, Vince already had a great following, so it made sense. Uh, and he had, his, he had his own um, demeanor on how he wanted his supplements to be made. And so that was another thing that he wanted to have more control over is how they got made to make sure that they're naturally put together. And so you kind of set the trend with that too. And that's when he started, you know, he came out with the uh, milk and egg protein, the beef liver capsules, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the sterile 11, which is the glandular, uh, using kelp tablets. But then eventually that evolved to just, just using an iodine uh, tablet, which is what we sell at NSP now is an iodine tablet. And it's very effective. I take them every day because I want to make my thyroid work at a high level uh, consistently mm-hmm. to give it what it needs to work at a high level. And, thi- and iodine is part of that. Most people don't get enough iodine in their diet. Uh, and again, iodine with the thyroid working at a high level, that's going to get more mitochondria working. So you're going to burn more fat, burn more energy, and plus you feel better. So anyways, he was all over it, but he wanted to have some quality control of the supplements because mm-hmm. his name was going to be involved with it. So that's how that, that's my understanding how it all came together. Interesting. Well, a lot of great information on Vince and NSP here at the end. And Armin, you actually mentioned the iodine, the beef liver, all that is available right now on nspnutrition.com. Uh, yeah. We both take the beef liver. We both can vouch for it. I mean, um, very impactful oh, yeah. for me. I, I don't know. Uh, how actually long have you been taking it now, Armin, the beef liver? Well, that's kind of the other interesting thing. When I first, you know, I took them when I was younger, mm-hmm. but the problem I ran into, I was taking like Universal or whatever the product was at that time. I think it was Universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really upset my stomach. So I really mm-hmm. couldn't keep taking them. And so I kind of gave up on that idea when I was younger. Um, they were pretty inexpensive, but I never bought NSP products at the time. I just was buying what, was, what I found you know, local because there are right. those days you, you'd buy things off the internet or anything. You had to go to the right, food store right. and try to find them. So, but um, with the beef liver, I started taking them probably, I don't know, five, maybe five years ago, maybe five or six years ago uh, when I read about them and uh, when I finally ran across NSP Nutrition at the time. And so I ordered some based on what I read and then I was taking them and I was like, wow, I noticed the difference pretty quickly. And during that time when I bought them, they they were capsulated, so they weren't in a tablet form. Uh, and so I was taking them and had no problems. Then ironically, they they ran out and had to order some more. So and I I liked what I was getting from the beef mm-hmm. liver because I take about twenty a day typically. I take ten in between uh, breakfast and lunch, and then ten in between lunch and dinner to keep okay. that positive nitrogen balance thing going on. So when they ran out. I, I bought like. 
I've tried probably three other brands, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, they all of them upset my stomach. I'm just impressed yeah. how they can sell those other products mm-hmm. the way they affected me anyway. So I didn't really like them because of the way they bothered my stomach. I've never had a problem with this design. Now, one of the things I did learn is that when they make the beef liver NSP, they take out everything. It's just pure raw beef that they're putting together that they freeze dry, make the capsules. Mm-hmm. The other companies, I guess, they'll grind up everything. So they may have some tendon ligament tissue and stuff in there. And uh, that's probably one of the things that would up, probably upset my stomach when I was taking them because uh, they were capsulated, but I couldn't even finish the bottle. There's wow. three different companies. And I'm not going to get into <laughs> the company names, but I was, I was really surprised. So I just, you know, if I can't get the, the NSP, I just kind of do without at this point because I, I can't take the others. I haven't found anything right. that would even be close. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. all, all of these items are available at nspnutrition.com. And if you're interested in the 21-day challenge, just go to nspnutrition.com oh, yeah. and you can scroll down to the bottom and click right on uh, the Take the 21-Day Challenge. It doesn't cost you anything. So if that's what you're interested in, check it out. Uh, train but, like a movie star <laughs> that's right that's right well armin some great information uh we're going to take a break you are watching the nsp nutrition show we'll be right back nsp nutrition was founded by vince geronda during bodybuilding's golden era vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress nsp nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972 and you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. And welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, I'm here with Armin Eckelbarger, and we're going to get right into our nutrition segment. Um, of course, we have to keep the theme going because, you know, we talked about right. Vince in the first segment. People want to know about this steak and eggs diet. I know I do. Uh, so that's what the segment is, things to know about it. And uh, Armin, tell us uh, about the steak and egg diet. What is it? Yeah, well, it's, it's nice thing is, and Vince was big on having things that are simple. So, you know, you would basically have steak and then, you know, three or eight, three, two to three eggs or more, depending, you know, his st- standard was just eat until you're full. But you'd have, Steak and preferably cooked rare to medium rare would, mm-hmm. was my understanding. Uh, and then the eggs, any style, they could be scrambled or hard boiled, uh, you know, fried, whatever. You'd eat that to your full. You'd have that for breakfast. Then you'd have it for lunch and you'd have it for dinner. Now, Vince, he, he, you know, he wasn't a heavy guy. So he would basically just do breakfast and dinner for him because he was full and you know, there are, there are days when I've done this, that you're so full, you don't even need, you don't eat it. You do not need to eat another meal because it does stay with you. Mm-hmm. But he, I do suggest what he would recommend. And that is taking the digestive enzymes with the hydrochloric acid. So, which is what NSP provides. Uh, I would recommend taking those. And I typically take them after I eat because then the food's in there, then those come into play okay. to help, help with the digestion process. Now, you can take them before, but I just think that from time to time, you could upset your stomach a little bit because you got more hydrochloric acid already in the system, which you know, could irritate it. So I like to take mine after. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, is when he did this diet, and I, you know, as you do research about 
things. I thought it was brilliant because when you have, because everybody's like, well, why do you have eggs? Which is a good question. I, I wanted to know why, why, did, why not just eat steak? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vince realized that eggs can become high glycemic and they convert to glucose as needed very easily. So you'd have some carbohydrate, but again, it's not a, a carbohydrate that's going to bring up your insulin. So you keep the insulin very low. So all you do is you just burn fat because you can't burn fat when insulin comes up. And he figured all this out, which is, which is amazing with today's knowledge. Uh, because people just don't understand insulin at all. <laughs> it's amazing to me. People are about right. eating carbs and stuff to get to get your to get results, but you didn't need that. So very simple to follow. Uh, and if you like steak, hey, and then the eggs, you just mix them up the way you want to. So <laughs> that's that's crazy. Uh, well, steak and eggs. You know, anywhere you go out for breakfast, you see steak and eggs on the menu. I I, I wonder why if that's a like, you know, it got yeah. so popular um, well, back in the day. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. it impacted the breakfast uh, industry all, all over the place. But I love steak and eggs. So tell us more. Well, the thing about it, it does fill you up and it does last you for quite a while. So you may not mm-hmm. need to have a meal because proteins and fats, they last for four to six hours. So they burn slower, but they're more consistent. And you don't have insulin getting in the way to make you hungry. So that's good. Now, I will say this. When it comes to the steak and egg diet at this point in time, with the way uh, the food industry is, I highly recommend that you get grass-fed only beef that's organic to get the best result. Uh, and then the eggs, I recommend range-free, organic, you know, those, those, those types of strategies so that you're, again, not getting anything that the food industry has added into the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't want any antibiotics, any hormones, things like that. But if you use the uh, grass-fed um, beef, the reason for that is it has conjugated linoleic acid. In, and that is an automatic fat emulsifier. Plus, they found that uh, grass-fed beef is, has 40% less cholesterol. So you don't get this cholesterol thing that people are all worried about. But if you have corn right. fed, you're going to have a higher amount of cholesterol. That's another thing. And that's why probably beef gets thrown under the bus with the media and other, other medical professionals, most likely because of that. And it does, a lot of them will have hormones and antibiotics. So I get that. But if you buy organic grass-fed, I think you're going to eliminate that. Now, the only other thing you could have on the uh, steak and egg diet that Vince would recommend would be uh, grass-fed butter. Uh, well, butter, okay. but I'm, I'm recommending grass-fed. You cook your eggs with, you know, as another medium. And then, right. uh, you know, heavy cream. You could use heavy cream if you wanted, but no cheese, no, nothing else other than that um, for uh, the meat and fat uh, properties. <clears throat> now, you can't stay on that day after day with zero carb uh, with if you're trying to put on muscle and keep things recovered. Uh, so you need some... Uh, glucose so you need some carbohydrates <clears throat> so Vince realized this because he you know again he created the program so every fourth or fifth day depending on how he felt he would have some high glycemic carbs which was kind of ironic too because he understood how insulin works so mm-hmm. that would be like pasta potato you know grain or fruit something like that or a combination you'd have okay. one high glycemic carb meal and that is just really to help reload the muscles in the liver with the glycogen is needed so you can you know maintain your energy levels and keep your strength up and also help keep the pump 
consistent because you do need you do need glucose for those those things. Okay. Uh, even though glucose is converted from some of the protein you eat, but you do you still need to have a, a substantial amount to reload. But it was only one meal that he recommended by itself with no protein. So you because unfortunately uh, carbohydrates are alkaline in nature versus mm-hmm. protein and fats are acidic in nature. So this didn't want anything getting in the way of the alkalinity and the absorption of, of those nutrients. So he wanted it by itself. And the reason he did high glycemic, typically, uh, and plus I think it was in the evening he recommended, is because you get the insulin spike, but then the insulin drop right back down. So you don't have elevated insulin going on. Mm-hmm. So that I, I would be my assumption that he had uh, why he recommended that type of um, uh, carbohydrate intake. Okay. Okay. Was this like his go-to plan uh, as far as the steak and egg diet? I mean, uh, as yeah, he that's trained he people? Was, well, he, he did it for his own shows. So when he was oh, preparing okay. for a contest, okay. this is exactly what he did. Um, and he ended up creating the maximum definition diet, which is different, which is similar, but just gives you a little more flexibility. Uh, we'll talk about that on another time. But Okay. Uh, he used this to prepare and he got, and he only had two meals. He'd had the steak and eggs in the morning and steak and eggs in the evening, along with his supplements. And then he would reload carbohydrate wise every three to uh, every fourth or fifth day. And that's mm-hmm. how he got in really great content shape. And, you know, if you look at his pictures that he was, he was pretty much spot on. How about his supplementation during this whole steak and egg plan? Uh, were there a, well, some supplements did he have a long list of supplements that he took with this plan well when you read read most of Vince's stuff yeah he had a long list of stuff I mean he he didn't want to leave any stone unturned so (laughs) and some of the stuff that he recommended back in those days you can't even find it today I mean that's how that's how thorough and intense it was um so I'm not going to get into a long list but uh you know the highlights um again we're talking about the for proper digestion he had the digestive enzymes to, to make sure that you, you, you're going to break down the food as, as effectively as possible that also combined with hydrochloric acid. Uh, and so he would, at the time, he would have you do the hydro, hydrochloric tabs along with taking digestive enzymes because they weren't really combined. But, you know, today you can buy them combined, which is really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to keep the fat burning, you know, he, he learned about lipotropics. So these are different ways to burn fat. And so he realized that B vitamins were important for that. Choline and insetol, which you also get from egg yolks. That's why he liked egg yolks too, not uh, egg whites. Okay. You know, okay. There's, people in the egg, there's people in the egg whites and I don't get that at all. You know, I've yeah. done egg whites, but once you do the research on it, you need to eat the yolks. There's, again, again you have uh, fat emulsifying properties in the yolks, so why get rid of them? Plus you're losing some protein. But anyways, uh, he, uh, he wanted to learn about different ways to burn fat on top of what you're eating. And so then again, the, the B vitamins, the choline, the insetol, uh, lecithin, um, and then uh, what they actually do, they allow the liver and the bladder to metabolize the fats easier when you have those in your system. I mean, that's how on spot he was with this kind of stuff. Um, and then with that, as a, as a lipotropic, he liked the amino acid methionine um as well to be combined with that so we actually to this day you can buy what's called mic injections which is methionine incetone choline which are designed for fat burning exclusively and you inject it in a concentrated format so some of the fat loss clinics will use that and but he came up with it back in the day so 
uh, pretty impressive, I thought. Um, now, on top of that, I mean, he knew that the thyroid was going to be real important to help burning fat because it it's, it's re regulates your body temperature. Uh, so if you're burning energy, you're running at a hot, you're running hot. So you're going to burn mm -hmm. more energy. You want that to work at a maximum level. So you don't want it to be sluggish. So sluggish metabolism advanced, as Vince would say, is what causes you to not burn fat like you want to. So he wanted to make sure that metabolism was pretty stoked. And so that's when he started doing, you know, kelp tablets to get the iodine. And you recommend a lot of those uh, because, you know, the concentration of kelp in the tablet. But now mm -hmm. with NSP, we just have the iodine tabs. Um, right, right. As a, as a quick, easy resource to take. And I take those after I have my uh, first meal of the day. I wouldn't recommend taking those later today because it does help your thyroid. So you might have, you might have a little trouble sleep if you have them later in the day. Just mm -hmm. my, my input on that. Um, then also... Vince, he realized when you eat a lot of meat that some people would get kind of jittery and he also got it too so mm -hmm. based on some of the things i read so he was big on managing phosphorus because you get that you get phosphorus from your meat that you're eating okay and so to help reduce that nervous jittery feeling he, he strongly recommended that you use the um, calcium from eggshell or mollusk uh, sources so that there's no phosphorus that doesn't have any phosphorus in it but it would help to stabilize the phosphorus in your system. So that was, I thought that was pretty cutting edge. Um, then on wow. top of that, he was doing the beef liver capsules. So there's different amounts that would be taken. Um, but I think that some of, some of the things I read, it was like 10 beef liver capsules or tablets at the time, every three hours was what his suggestion was, again, to help maintain positive nitrogen balance, to help build more red blood cells, which helps oxygenate the blood which helps your mm -hmm. endurance when you're training. And that's the one right. that you will notice is you have better endurance. So, uh, you know, you came out with that. And then also, you, you know, he would do the orchid tablets at the time. He had those in a separate format before he had the, the sterol uh, or the hormone optimizer that we have today. So the four, four orchid tablets would help the testicles to work better because it's a glandular. Uh, he had that as part of it. Um, then... He was on top of those stuff that help your testosterone. So that's going to be taking zinc, uh, vitamin A, iron, wheat germ oil. You know that was pretty popular and it's, it's still very it's still very effective today. Mm -hmm. Even tryptophan. He had tryptophan to help with sleep and stuff. Of course, that got thrown in the bus over time because of people, you know, having issues with it, um, mm -hmm. different reasons. Uh, we won't even get into that. But I mean, he was involved with that too. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Is every time no matter what show that we've done uh, anytime we talk about eggs, I always think of that scene in Rocky where he cracks oh, the yeah. eggs in the glass. And I, I think it's just historic because everybody remembers they couldn't believe that he actually drank down what was it, like six or eight eggs. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought that was insanity, but you did bring up the calcium from the eggshells. Are you telling me like, like he kind of ground up the eggshells and took that? Or I mean, no, you, you'd buy it in supplement form. You'd, oh, what okay. You do, you would, you, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Okay. So good clarification there. You okay. buy calcium, but you buy it from eggshell source, the calcium derived from eggshell sources or from mollusk seafood sources, because it doesn't have any phosphorus in it. So that was, gotcha. so when you buy calcium, you, that's what you want to look for that type of calcium. <laughs> Okay. So thanks for clearing that up. Now back to the steak and egg <laughs> diet. Um, 
I, I'm excited about it. I actually like what I'm hearing. Um, yeah. How long did Vince recommend that you should stay on this diet? Well, he did, he it would depend on your conditioning, obviously, okay. and how long you want to get. But uh, I only did it for six weeks because that's all I needed. But he he would do it for up to twelve weeks for preparing for a contest. So no longer than twelve weeks would be my uh, all the all the things I've read. He didn't really right. say anything longer than twelve weeks, just because the way it affects your body and like anything else, there's a point of diminishing returns when you do something that's a little bit more extreme because. This is a, a, a extreme type of diet when you compare it to everything else out there. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, if you stay on an extended period of time, you, you're going to lose your taste for it, for one, because it's pretty repetitive. I mean, that's what I had to deal with, too. So I started using garlic salt and other spices to help, you know, keep it interesting. But that's another thing you run into <laughs> when you do this kind of a diet. You get right. kind of bored with it because it's, right. it's pretty standardized. Uh, and so over time, you'll actually lose your taste of when he eat this type of stuff. So then Vince realized this and he did some research on it. And so what happens is your digestive system builds up a mucus over time. And that mucus can cause you to start getting bloated, uh, you know, make you feel lethargic, you know, and really can affect your gains. And so that's when he came out with the lack of a vegetarian diet, which is basically designed to clear all that out. So that's for another story, uh. but you know, that's, that's what can happen over a long period of time is this mucus built up and you need to clear it out to get your digestive tract rebuilt uh, again. So another FYI there too. So that was one of the ways that he changed things up for his clients after steak and eggs. Did he have other diets or other programs that he implemented as well? Yeah, Vince, well, Vince, he would actually cater the nutrition to the person's situation. So he knew all kinds of things that he could do. Like, you know, what he did for the Hollywood actors was a totally different diet. There was a lot of vegetables with with no meat for a certain period of time. Because, again, he's wow. trying to clear out that mucus out of the digestive system. He's trying to detoxify them. Then he would introduce meat back in slowly. So as an example. So you have, uh, which is in that 21-day challenge, which is kind of like mm-hmm. good to learn. They had the exact diet in there detailed. So you can follow that. Uh, so that was one. Then, like I mentioned before, he, the lack of vegetarian diet, people were like, thought he was all about meat well he also was big fan of vegetables and how they should be utilized so he has his own design for the uh, called a lacto vegetarian diet so you could do that too um but then he uh, on top of that he had like the the balanced diet which you could find if you want a good a good amount of diets i would recommend buying the wild physique he has like five i think five different diets in there that you could rotate in and out depending on you know what you want to accomplish so that's i mean that's pretty cool so there you have the balanced diet. He had what's called an advanced maintenance diet, uh, the hormone precursor diet. That's the one, at the 36 eggs a day diet type of thing mm-hmm. as an extreme. But that's, again, that's the maximum you would take. He had a okay. weight gaining diet. And then he uh, redid the steak and eggs to the maximum definition diet. Um, so you know, they're, they're all in the wild physique, but these are really, and I've, I've used several of them. They're really good diets. So if you're looking for some variety to change things up, this is a great way to do it. Um, and you know, it did work really well. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So you touched on it earlier and I know a lot of people are going to be watching this and thinking and wanting to ask the question. So let me clear this up out of the way here. Um, a lot of great information about steak and eggs diet, but what about the cholesterol? I mean, people are worried about that. 
Yeah, and so that's, I guess that's a fair, fair question to ask. But then when you do the research and understand if you eat the right combination of food, again, grass-fed beef with mm -hmm. uh, organic or range-free eggs, uh, you're cutting the cholesterol down right away because it's grass-fed. So you're losing 40% cholesterol there. Okay. The eggs, you can vary your egg intake, okay? But again, this thing is designed for people who are pretty robust that are training. Now, if you're not exercising or training, then yeah, I, I don't see this being a benefit to you uh, because you're not burning up the energy you're eating. Doesn't say that, right. now that doesn't mean it couldn't work for somebody that doesn't exercise or train, but Vince designed the nutrition programs because you're training, you're working hard and you want right. to get better results. So that was his focus with what he put together for nutrition. Gotcha. So, yeah, you, and you, people, they, and again, the other thing is you don't do this forever. You just do it for short periods of time. So how much cholesterol are you going to build up? Right. So you got to use some common sense here. And that's the thing that's funny about it. So, well, so what are some of the things that, that you would suggest to keep things in perspective, Armin? Okay. So like for me, um, you know, I've been eating three to six eggs my whole life. Okay. Okay. And I have in different ways. And I did the egg white thing for a period of time, but then you start researching that, it makes no sense. So I, I, you know, I did away with that. But the reason I <laughs> eat that many eggs is because I get six grams of protein per egg. So five eggs is 30 grams of protein. Six eggs is 36 grams of protein, pure and simple. And you have the fats built in to give you energy. So that's always good. And if you take supplements, you need fat because some a lot of the supplements like you know, vitamin D and vitamin A, et cetera, to absorb, you need some fat in your system then to absorb properly when you take them. So mm -hmm. um, you know, that's that's one thing. Um, but in a nutshell, if you're training hard and let's say it's three to four, three to five days per week, you need to have highly absorbable protein. And that's what Vince came up with. These are the best protein sources. Eggs are 90% like human tissue, so they absorb very well. Steaks, the steak is second in line, and it's also high in iron. So he had reasons for using that, uh, and that's what builds muscle. Uh, so let's keep in mind your carbohydrates do not build muscle. So these people are thinking the need to have so many carbs per day. Uh, they, they amaze me because, no, you don't. They don't build muscle, so why do you have them? And most right. of these people are struggling with excess body fat or they're doing cardio to burn off. They proceed to be fat, which is not necessary. Just cut your carbs back. You don't need to do the extra activity of cardio, save your energy for your strength training. So, and then Vince didn't like cardio and there's, there's reasons for that because it wasn't mm -hmm. necessary. So that's the other thing you keep in mind uh, when you're, when you're doing that. Um, now, again, if you do not train or exercise, well, then this isn't really place you need to be talking here you mm -hmm. need to shut the bit shut this video off and move on <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go with that but again okay. most of the diets that vince advocated for, were for periods of time not indefinitely so that's the other thing you got to keep in mind you do need to rotate things to get a good gut microbiome you need to have some different carbohydrates to help your gut microbiome which is how you're going to digest food how, how you run your immune system so you need to get a good mix, not just one thing indefinitely forever. That's why I like right. also right. my carb cycling program that I like to do because I get that mix as, as I see fit, but I'm also able to keep myself in the kind of condition I want to be in all the time.
Well, you know, it seems to me, Armin, too, as you were talking about this, introducing the grass fed in regards to the meat, didn't that help yeah. maybe keep the cholesterol down, too? Yeah, it's an automatic fat emulsifier. So you're going to be burning fat. So you know, where's the issue here? Right. That's the right. thing. But people don't know a lot of this. You know, they just think, well, because it's cholesterol, it's, it's cholesterol. So it's a bad thing. And plus, you need cholesterol to rebuild cells. That's what your, that's what your growth hormone release does in the evening when you go to bed. It, it secretes, and then the cells use that along with testosterone and other hormones to help rebuild the cells properly. But you need a good amount of cholesterol to do that. Now, if you're not exercising, you're not training, you don't need so much cholesterol. So that's a, that's a different element when we're talking about this. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to uh, eating or organic or the grass-fed beef, um, tell us the advantage of this, because a lot of people, including myself, I, I didn't understand, look, lean beef, here's some ground beef, here's organic grass-fed beef. Uh, it all looks the same to me. What's the difference? I mean, why should you eat grass-fed beef? Well, again, I kind of covered this before, but I'll make sure we're clear on it. Is grass-fed beef, the cows get conjugated linoleic acid when they eat grass. Okay. So that conjugated linoleic acid is absorbed into the meat. And so it's already in place for you when you eat it. So it's going to help break out from the digestion process to help burn fat. Okay. So you got a fat emulsifier built in and you can also take conjugated malonic acid in, 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 as a supplement form too. But if you're eating the grass-fed beef, probably not necessary. Now you could always okay. add it to it if you wanted, but not necessary. Okay. So if you eat the cheap stuff, you're going to get the bad stuff. I don't recommend like, it. Don't recommend yeah. that at all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Good. Stay good. away from the, okay. you know, you get what you pay for, unfortunately. But if you could find a farmer that you know, is raising cows and chickens and you can get those food sources, I, I think that's top notch because you're not going to get any better uh, food palate than that, in my opinion. That goes for vegetables and, and we're as lucky. well. You know, there, there are a lot of places that have a farmer's market in the United States. Uh, you can go out on the weekend and you can stock up on your local farmer either vegetables, yeah. meat, uh, eggs, whatever. So um, that's a great idea. Uh, Armin, what about the eggs? I mean, kind of let's, let, let's go into the eggs because the eggs, I, I've heard a lot of people say, look, I can get a much cheaper if I buy these store-bought eggs compared to the organic, to the brown, to the, I mean, there's so many different kinds of eggs now when you go to the supermarket. Uh, yeah. Can you go in a into more detail about eggs? Yeah, I mean, I, I would buy the free range or organic eggs. Now, organic eggs okay. can be kind of expensive. So I'm also good with the free range. And again, what we're talking about here is free range just means they let the chickens out for a little bit to get some natural food. That's what okay. we're talking about versus keeping them all cooped up in the chicken coop where they just feed them, they poop, they feed them the poop and they, they lay the eggs, that kind of thing. So right. that's what you're trying to do is get a more natural um fed animal or whatever to get your food source from so that's one mm -hmm. of the key things um the other thing about eggs is that um you know when it comes to eating egg whites vince would just get you know totally totally frustrated because they're missing all the vital nutrients like we talked about so mm -hmm. when you're buying eggs you know 
get good eggs. I like buying the brown eggs because it's, you know, basically for a brown colored chicken, but I like that too, because I think that's a more natural, uh, and again, it's just a personal thing for me. Uh, but you know, again, the, the, when you have the yolk, you get the choline install, let's send the biotin and, and they, those are automatic fat emulsifiers. Uh, and so it's going to help reduce the cholesterol as well uh, because it helps burn the fat. Um, and, and people think that, well, when you get on the fat thing, they think carbohydrates are harmless because fat's the enemy. That is, that is not true. I mean, your mm -hmm. triglycerides will come up from eating carbohydrates and triglycerides are a bigger concern than anything else, uh, not from eating eggs. So uh, again, I've been training for close to 40 years. I've been eating, you know, five to six whole eggs, you know, my whole entire life. And my, my levels, when I go and get my lab work done, the doctors, they're just don't, they're just like, well, you know, your cholesterol is really good. And when I tell them what I eat, they just, they don't, they don't understand it, but that's because I train. <laughs> that's because I eat the way I eat and, right. and that's how it works. So, um, you know, but if you do have a cholesterol problem, then I would recommend backing away from the cheese and also backing away from, uh, you know, seafood like scallops and shrimp and things like that. Cause they can, um, they can cause your cholesterol to come up more than you probably would want. Um, people don't realize that either. Wow. A lot of great information and, we're actually running out of time and I really hate to tell you that, but any last words on this topic, any more information you want to share? Uh, basically, you know, if you're looking for a solid strategy to, to lean out and you know, build some muscle, that's easy to follow. Then, you know, I'd recommend that you, you know, take one of Vince's diets and get it incorporated, whether it's a steak and egg for really getting lean for a short period of time um, or something like that. It's very simple and effective. Uh, but the other things you could do is you could get the, the maximum definition diet. We have the NSP has that in a booklet. You can get the wild physique, which has, like I mentioned before, like five or six diets. And then the pro series of nutritional bodybuilding has another, and that's very extensive on a supplementation. That's another good, uh, good document to have as well. <clears throat> Bringing up what's important nutrition. Uh, that's what this segment was all about. Could you offer some good resources for nutrition? Yeah, I, I like, uh, again, the, the, the maximum definition diet, the, the wild physique, um, and then the, the pro series of bodybuilding. Those, those are, to me, are really the, some of his best stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, some terrific information. Uh, Armin, a lot of the supplements that we talked about today, they're available here on nspnutrition.com, the beef liver, yep. iodine, and much, much more. Um, one thing I, I wanted to bring up, I don't know if a lot of people know about uh, the whole topic or the whole idea of having a Vince's gym, uh, actual program with NSP and not to put you on the spot, but tell us a little bit about the Vince's gym program and how it works. Well, the Vince's gym program is an online training program that, you know, has preset, uh, Vince's, um, other training programs like the eight by eight, the six by six, the, uh, the, the bulking program, things like that. And it's all, all set up for you it has a nutrition that goes with it, the training programs that go with it. And also is in an app. So it has video and stuff like that. So it, um, you know, it's a great, uh, great tool. If you want to jump in on that, cause it's, I think you're gonna get plenty of value from it. Well, and from what I'm hearing more content is coming. So it may be worth checking out Vince's gym, uh, at nspnutrition.com. All right. Well, Armin, Another fantastic show. Thanks so much for all the information and mm -hmm. uh, look forward to doing it again next week with you. All right. Same here.
All right, everyone, please make sure that you check out nspnutrition.com. That is it for the show today. Thanks for joining us and check back next week for a new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP Show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP Show at the checkout. Catch you next time.